Hey guys, you're about to listen to my interview with Lynn Hansen about the case of Mississippi Delta Dawn. She has since been identified as Alicia Ann Heinrich of Joplin, Missouri. Her killer is deceased. Her mother is missing and believed deceased. Her mother's name was Gwendolyn. So please listen to this. Maybe you can help find her mom. Thank you. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Kid Missing Radio. Today we're going to talk about a little girl called Mississippi Delta Dawn. She has remained unidentified since her little body was found on December 5, 1982. She was approximately 18 months to 2 years old. She was found in Pascahoula, I hope I said that right, Mississippi, under the I-10 bridge. My guest is Lynn Rias. She has volunteered and worked countless hours on this case. She is the person that actually introduced me to this case. Welcome, Lynn. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, from the best that I can tell, the original report was of a woman's body. That body wasn't found, correct, or was it? No, there's never been a woman's body found, and we don't know where the mother is. We don't know anything about the mother. We don't know. We just don't know. But they did find the man's body um, close by there. So he had been there for a long time. And um, I believe he was African-American. Right. I don't think his I believe you're right. No, and he's I don't not related. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now, she was found under I-10, right? Yeah. Now, I got three different names for the river. Why is that? I got Pascalula River, Dog River, Mississippi River. Which is it? <laughs> um, it is actually called Escatawpha River, but I think maybe the locals may call it Dog River, but I've never heard it being called Mississippi River. That's a totally different okay. river. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the Dog River, the es- Esca what? Escatawpha. Escatawpha? Yeah, uh-huh. river. Oh, both of those things. I've heard it called interchangeably. Yeah, I um, think on the map, I think they say Escatawpha. Yeah. Um, which of the composites is she said to look most like? I think it's the... Um, um, it's the, the original color one, the one where she's wearing the pink dress. You know, with the curly hair. Yeah, Yeah, I think she's got like a little blue bow on the dress. That one is the one that um, uh, Virgil, he's the the, uh, police officer who adopted her in her death. And he said that she looks just like that. He, you know, he said you can't get any closer to how she looks. Good to know because they were both. Um, when I made the poster, people who are listening, if you're watching the pictures go by, you'll see the poster. When I made the poster, I put both because I wasn't sure. Yeah. Yeah, the the older one, the first one is the one, you know, not on your poster, but the second one on your poster is the one that they believe looks the most like her. 
great to know. Um, <laughs> something that my mother and I both found odd was that this woman was said to have been walking on the interstate. Now, I don't know about down there, but up here, um, if you're caught walking on the interstate, they're going to... They're going to take you off the interstate in a real big hurry. They're not going to let you walk very far. Who? Huh? Who, the police? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that then, but I do know that it's scary. I mean, I've been stranded on the interstate before during the daytime, and, I mean, it was terrible. In that time that from, like, I tried to walk maybe half a mile to get off the interstate to go to my uncle's house. And in that time, I had three cars stop and ask me if I needed a ride, and all three of them cars were men. So, (laughs) yes, it was very scary. And this was in Auburn, Alabama. Yeah, well, we, we broke down in New Hampshire. And actually, fortunately, we're right next to an exit, and you could actually see the gas station just off the exit. My mother said, well, I'll walk down there. Mm-hmm. And my father said, uh, okay, I'll watch you. And she <laughs> didn't even get to the exit before a cop showed up and said, get back in the car. <laughs> oh. So, that's why I just ended up running through the woods to get off the interstate. That's how scary it was. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. But this woman yeah. was said to have ended up at the way station between Mississippi and Alabama. Uh-huh. Um, that supposedly had this little girl um, in her arms. Yeah. You're talking about it's a truck stop. Huh? Are you talking about it's a truck stop? I still didn't hear you. The truck stop. Is that where you're talking oh, yes. about? Oh, yes. Yes. People see yes. Yeah, that was in, um, I think it might have been in Grand Bay, which is in Alabama. I'm not familiar with the towns or anything, um, but they also said she was walking in the interstate and ended up at a weigh station, you know, where they weigh the trucks to make sure oh, they're not yeah. too Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. I don't know about that too much. I don't know. Maybe she was just looking for rides. Mm-hmm. Now, it's it's my understanding that the little girl, one of the clues is that she had 12 baby teeth? Um, yeah, I believe so. She had all the baby teeth. And they think she was between, like I said before, 18 months to two years old? Uh-huh, yes. Yeah. I don't um, think she'd ever dental work done, you know, but they said that she was really healthy when they found her. Um, only thing is, because they had been on the road, I'm assuming, was her belly, she didn't have any food in it. So, right. You know, so, but other than that, they said she looked healthy, you know, no bruises or anything, no abuse, you know, she was just hungry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, reports said that she was not necessarily dressed for the weather, that it was cold. Now, this is Mississippi, so I kind of had to chuckle at that because I live in New England, and what is cold to me would be absolutely, utterly horrible for you. 
So I don't know what they thought of as cold. Well, at nighttime in Mississippi, like in December, well, even in for, for Alabama, I know, but I'm sure it's the same for Mississippi and all the other southern states. At nighttime, I mean, during the day, it's kind of warm. You know, you can wear short sleeves and be comfortable. But at night, it kind of gets cool, you know, like maybe uh, low 60s, 50s, something like that. I'm not really sure what the forecast was for that day. But I believe it was a little bit chilly and kind of wet. Low, okay. Yeah, but she had no blanket, no shoes, no coat. Yeah, what, 50s and 60s? That's probably cold for you considering your daytime temperatures, but, oh, boy, that'd be outrageous for us in December, especially at (laughs) night. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of cool. I mean, you would want to put, you know, a hat and a little jacket on your baby. If you were going out at night in in those temperatures, I mean, at least I know I would. <laughs> yeah, because you're not used to that. Here, 60 degrees at night in December would be unheard of. In December here yeah. at, at night, you're lucky if it's, you know, 18. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had to ask. So they don't necessarily anymore think that she was thrown off the bridge, and I... I or at least I don't think she was because she would have had massive injuries if she'd actually been tossed off that bridge. Don't you think? Um, well, I don't know. Not if she landed in the water. I mean, you know, maybe she might have had a little bruising, but, you know, it'd be kind of hard to tell, really, because, like, I mean, wouldn't your body kind of look kind of a little bruised, you know, just from starting to decompose? Right, but it was my understanding that she wasn't really too decomposed. No, she wasn't. I mean, they found her, you know, like within the next day. But if she had landed in the water and there was, like, say, no rocks or anything, then she probably would have not been injured too much. Depends on how high the fall was, because that bridge was, what, 40 feet up? Um... I'm really not sure. I mean, I've been on it before, and the only thing I know about it is it's, it's kind of like any other bridge on the interstate that goes over a, you know, like a little creek or whatever, you know, how it's just kind of flat. And yeah. that's kind of what it's like, you know. Just, But um, yeah. but I know it's very, very dark. <laughs> I mean, you can see So there aren't really any lights. Huh? So there were no street lights on that bridge or anything? No, no, and there was none back then. I mean, according to um, Marjorie, there was no no lights back then right there. It is pitch black right there. You can't see anything. That would be kind of scary on a bridge at night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, it's very dark. Yeah. Now, do they have her DNA on file? Um, yes, they do, and I don't know of any rule outs. Um, there was one baby that come from that was missing from Germany, and her name I think her name was Katrina or something like that. But um, yeah. they I don't think they ever ruled her out. But from my understanding, the parents didn't want to um, didn't want to submit DNA. I guess maybe they thought it wasn't their child. I don't know. But other than well, that, there's really been no comparison. 
Yeah. I don't know how a child from Germany would end up in a river in Mississippi, but... Well, the parents were, like, um, in the military. Oh. So, you know, they could have been there at that time and then went to Germany. I don't know. But anyway, that's the only one that I know of that's ever really been compared. Um, There's just really nothing. Oh, and that other little girl, um, she's got a funny last name. Um, She was from California, I think. Do you know who I'm talking about? Her name is Brandy. No. It's Brandy something. A little two-year-old girl. What her name was. And it wasn't her either? Uh-uh. Uh, um, she looks a lot like her. <laughs> darn. <laughs> yeah. You mm. and I think Marge talked about... I'm sorry, did I interrupt you? No, 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 you're okay. Okay, talked about a strange lady that was at the memorial service... Do you think this woman was potentially a relative of the child, knew who the child was? Um, we did at first, but I believe that um, a friend of, my, friend of ours that has connections with the um, police department and everything, I believe she found out that the lady was, um, you know, just a visitor. So I believe that her connections were ruled out. Oh. Yeah, she... <laughs> Yeah, we really thought she might have been a relative, but I don't. I don't think she was. Did the police ever re-interview that that truck driver? I believe his name was Ted Hammond. That re- first reported. Um, yes, to my knowledge, they they have they have re-interviewed him, but because of his age, they um they can't really do anything with him, you know, because I mean. Because he, like, his stories are, like, so different. And you know how they claim, <laughs> you know, dementia or whatever. So oh. It's, oh, so he's but, quite old yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. So, but I still feel like he has something to do with it. Um, you know? the night that... Go ahead. Oh, well, I mean, you know, because he was supposed to meet with the, with law enforcement later on, you know, and he never did show up. So, like, I mean, if you don't show up or call and you're supposedly witness somebody lying in the river, I mean, I'd be going down there to get him. <laughs> yeah. But I don't Me think they've done that. I, I wonder if the police back then, anyway, monitored the truckers' CBs because people who were listening, who, who were listening on the CBs said, they were kicking up, kick, kicking up, ugh, easy for me to say, a heck of a fuss the night that this person was allegedly on the bridge. I wonder if the police listened to any of that. Um, I really don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, you would think somebody would have heard it. Hey, did America's Most Wanted ever do anything on this case? No, and I sent them about two or three letters, and all I got was postcards, you know, saying that they were um, considering it, but that's all I ever heard. Because huh. the new Unsolved Mysteries that they're supposed to be doing might be a great place for this case. Is that one by John Walsh? Um, No, Unsolved Mysteries. Oh. 
Okay. All right. What, well, did they have they? I don't know if they've even released this. Gotten any other clues from her at when they exhumed her body besides obviously getting DNA? Any other clues from her body? Yeah. Like what? I don't know. Just any little things. And they probably didn't say anything, but here's fibers. Not that they would have necessarily gotten those things because she may have been in the water. But. No, I haven't heard of anything like that. Um, only thing that was told to me, well, to Marge, was that um, her body was like in pristine condition. So, That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, considering all the hurricanes and stuff. But um yeah, but I haven't heard of any kind of, you know, hair. So when they her. exhumed her she was in pristine condition. That's what you mean, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Did they rule out the woman who said she gave her baby away? I know the woman said she gave away a male child, but Who's to say she was telling the truth, you know? Which woman is this? I don't... They didn't give a name. It just said a woman came forward and said she gave her baby away. And she said, but she gave away a male baby. And they were... I don't know if they ever got anywhere with that. I don't know anything about that. (laughs) Huh. Okay. As far as I know, there hasn't been um, a woman come forward, you know, saying that she's the mother. I don't know if she's alive or dead. I mean, I don't, I don't know. You would think that a grandmother would look at that gorgeous picture, that gorgeous little girl, and pick up a telephone. You would think, but you know, I kind of feel like, like this is just a um, kind of like an isolated thing, you know, like they were kind of like just themselves, you know, the mother and the child and maybe um, the father or something. And I feel like this was maybe an abusive situation. And I feel like the mother was probably trying to get away, which is why she was on foot and the baby didn't have no clothes and no money, you know. I mean, that's what I think. But maybe nobody knew. I mean, I've heard that maybe the mother might have been a runaway which is very possible. You <laughs> just don't care. <laughs> Good points all, you know, that, that could very well, either one of those points could be the scenario. But I have a scenario for you that my mother okay. and I actually discuss. We, we discuss all these. Um, <clears throat> and I can't take credit for it. My mother came up with it, actually. Um, because her tummy was empty and she didn't have shoes on, is it possible that her and her mother were riding along with the father who was a truck driver, and they were in the sleeper, and that's why the little girl didn't have a coat, didn't have shoes, (coughs) and hadn't eaten in a while because they were traveling, Mm -hmm. you know, in the truck with daddy or mom's significant other or whatever. You think that's a logical thing? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's logical, but I just feel like not many people knew about the baby, I mean, yeah. and the ones who know are probably not speaking up. 
also, I know that even when family knows that there's a child, you know, if the parents are come back and one of their kids isn't there, sometimes family doesn't say anything. That's what happened in my mother's family. Mm-hmm. My grandmother left town with six kids, came back with three, and nobody said, where are your kids? You huh. know? So yeah. it depends on family, you know? Um, it's also my my understanding that one of the detectives who found this little girl was so startled because she looked exactly like his daughter that he actually called to have his daughter checked on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's incredible. I know. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I forgot who he was, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Detective Virgil Moore and his wife took on this little girl as their own, which is really yeah. kind of cool, and I wanted to publicly thank yeah. them. Yeah, they wanted to give her a proper burial. Um, if you have any information in this case, I just want to give out the phone numbers real quick. The Jackson okay. County Sheriff's Department is one two two eight seven six nine three three zero six, or you can call the County Medical Examiner's Office at one two two eight seven six nine three one nine seven. Um, supposed to be joining us, and I guess she couldn't was Hope Thornton. She was from the Sheriff's Department. Um, and, again, Lynn, you are incredible for joining me. I know that you first showed me this case when you and I got connected on the Danny Barter case out of Alabama. Yeah. <clears throat> out of Perdido Bay. And I never forgot this little girl from the time that you first showed her to me. I mean, she was just stunning. Not something you usually get. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I know. She's just beautiful. I mean, everybody who doesn't have a name deserves one. Whether they're beautiful or not, she just happens to be. And I just think that she needs her name. Um, I'm wondering if CODIS, and I don't know if you know the answer to this, I was hoping Hope would be here to tell me the answer to this, looks up for family matches. In other words, if Delta Dawn's brother was arrested or (coughs) her uncle or her daddy or whomever, and their DNA was put in the system, would it hit a match to her because it's the same family? Um, I would think it would. I mean, it's just from CODIS. But now, like, Ancestry DNA, I don't believe mm-hmm. they can use those because those are private. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if they had a reason to get it, I guess they could probably get a warrant and get it. But, you know, but, yeah. But if they were in CODIS, I would think, like, if they had been in prison or anything, I would think yeah. that it would have showed up. They would have gotten a hit. <coughs> I would... I would think that also. Excuse me for coughing. (laughs) That's okay. Oh, and the Illinois State Police Task Force also has the phone number that I wanted. Oh, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's my other show. Why did I switch pages? Oh, boy. <laughs> That's my hint okay. from this week. I, I switched pages on you. I'm so sorry. So how did you first get involved with this case yourself? Um, let me think. Well, I think I just started looking on the Internet for stuff, and I just come across... I come across Show Network, and that's where I've seen it. Yeah, that would be a hard picture to pass over. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. I saw this. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, ever since I've seen it, I've always just wondered um, who she was, you know, and what happened to her. It's just such a mystery. <laughs> and you used to have a website for her, but you don't anymore. No, I don't. No, not anymore. All I have right now is just that Facebook page. Oh, you run her Facebook page? Yes. Okay. Well, me and um, Hope and Ellen, we run it. Cool. That's, <laughs> that's great. That's a great way to get information out because a whole lot of people will see something on Facebook. You know? Yeah, yeah. <coughs> and most of the time when they, you know, when they send a tip on that page, usually I'll just let, usually Hope will see it. So I pretty much just let her read the messages. <laughs> so. Oh, you know what? We have a caller. You mind taking oh, a okay. caller? Hi. Who's calling? Hi. My name's hey. Ellen. Hey, I Ellen. run the Mississippi Missing and Unidentified Person site. Oh, hi, Ellen. Nice to have and, you on. And I just want to add to your show that this little girl could be from anywhere. Right. And not necessarily Alabama. She could be from Georgia or Florida or anywhere. Or a lot of people have said Louisiana. She could have been. Well, you know that dress? They traced that dress back to... Um, a gay person in Florida. That's true. The dress that's was traced back in Florida. What in Florida? Um, her little dress, the dress that she was wearing. They were able to trace it back to a gay person in Panama City, Florida. I've never heard of that store. You haven't? <laughs> no. Well, they call it Dillard's now. I think Dillard called them out. Well, but, yeah, she could be from anywhere. Yeah, she could be from anywhere. <clears throat> True. I'm, that's interesting. I did not know. I did not read anywhere that they had traced it back to a Gaithers in, in Panama City, Florida. Yeah. I wonder, yeah. back then, people probably didn't use charge cards as much as they do now, so they probably didn't have a record of the sale. <laughs> well, I believe what they did, uh, probably not. Probably what they did was they went probably by the label and contacted the manufacturer, and then that's where they said that they they sent that particular item. Right. They go by the SKU numbers or whatever. Um, but, so did you have anything else that you wanted to add, um, Ellen? And thank you no. for joining us. Okay, no problem. But I just <laughs> wanted to get that out there that she could have been from anywhere. Oh, I appreciate that. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
Bye-bye, Ellen. That was nice to actually have a call. I don't get too many of those. <laughs> oh, you don't? <laughs> no. I'm still kind of putting my show out there. So it's getting better and better. <laughs> um. Again, look at the pictures. Um, on the Doe Network, there are two sketches, which are just plain terrible. Don't you think the two sketches in between the two color pictures well, are just... One of, them is, one of them is pretty good, I think, but the other one is terrible. <laughs> I don't yeah. know who's on that one. But the one that was done by, um, what is it, Project Eden, didn't they do one? Uh, I think I don't they did know. one of Somebody... Neville does a lot of them. Yeah, maybe that's who it was. And we have a minute and a half left. Is there anything okay. else that you'd like to add? Um, all I can say is I'm, you know, I'm not going to give up. It may seem like it sometimes, but you know, I always have her on my mind. And I know the rest of us do that are, you know, that have been following this for a long time. Um, you know, we just won't give up. And I hope one day, maybe someday, a parent or a grandparent or somebody will recognize this little girl and tell us who she is. You know, if we can just get a name, we can find out more about her, what happened to her. And, I mean, that's all we can do is just pray and hope that she, hope she, you know, gets, her name back one day. Mhm. Until then, she has a beautiful name that you gave her, as I, uh, um, <laughs> is, which is my understanding. You gave her Delta Dawn. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, because of where she was found and when yeah. she was found. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for <laughs> joining me okay. today. Um, well, thank you. I just like to mention. A little girl that was found um, on Deer Island, Massachusetts, still has not been identified. Her sketch and the picture of her white with black polka-dotted pants and her blanket are up on Finding the Missing Children and my Facebook page and a whole lot of other pages, so please go look. If you know who she is, call the Massachusetts State Police. Thank you all. God bless and good night. Thank you again so much, Lynn, for doing this. I so appreciate it. Have a great weekend. No problem. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.